Sam, before we get underway, I wanted to show you that I brought you a little something, we a little show and tell for you that we told you about from Dane's room, Murphy's dad's room. We cleaned out. Oh, is that the mercury? This is the mercury. Oh, I got Careful, it. it's poisonous, and don't spill it oh, in the right, studio. Okay. It's only what? hazardous if ingested, and you're not going to open the top. So okay, that's uh, okay. Um, Isn't it heavy? I'm old enough to have mercury fillings in my head, so I'm already insane. Okay. Oh, that's right. Isn't it heavy? A small little bottle that heavy. Wow, that is cool. Isn't it crazy? There are also coins in there, we think. If well, you shake or it, you ball can... bearings or something. There's something. Mercury is not that heavy. But it's not it's, light. So, you know, if, if you missed it yesterday, my dad was a, a lab tech. That's what he did for a living. And so every now and then, <laughs> chemicals would come up. We and, found tons of little but, bottles in his bathroom with all kinds of stuff in it. Yeah. It's, uh, and the mercury, you know, mercury is obviously hazardous. However, I mean, at that point, we need to be careful around it. But I think like today, I don't even think they put it in fluorescent light bulbs anymore. I don't know that don't it's think. used as much. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, right. we just wanted to show you how cool right. it is. Don't open it. Right. You know, I want to say. Maybe go- there's gold inside. Mm. Yeah. And going through... I don't even think Ford makes mercury anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, that's Lincoln. <laughs> In going through um, the bedroom and Dane's stuff the other day, you know, with your sister and your brother. Yeah. And um, I noticed something, the three of you. What? Just as I thought it would be, it's been interesting when picking up things out of drawers or, or cabinets or closets... It's 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 funny you were all right there in your lanes in your roles of what you would expect. Jackie, um, My your sister. sister is yeah donated or I don't want it or that that needs to go here next. Yeah, you know taking care of, of business and she's sweet as, as sweet as she can be, but yeah. she doesn't even if it's something beautiful that was her mother. She's like I don't have room for it. I don't need it. I don't want that. Thank you. Yeah, and then Duke, your brother is funny. Like, you know, he's just funny. Everything's a prop. Everything is funny. He put on a medium-sized tank. T-shirt. And then he said, look, it's too, too tight for me. And he ripped it off. <laughs> he did. He's That's so my funny. brother, yeah. And then Murphy, being in his lane, wants to look at everything and reminisce and wants to keep it all. Hey, and so it's so different. You guys a, are also different. There was a notebook that my grandfather had chronicled how much gas he needed for, for mileage. And it was dated June 36. June of 1936. Wow. Yeah. Did you cool? bring it home? Yeah. Yeah. Of course I did. I know. I, mean, I know. Look, if it lasted that long, why would I throw that in the trash? <laughs> of we course. Didn't, we didn't bring too much stuff home anyway. That and the mercury. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. Coming up uh, next, Ray wants to jump in on the conversation. 877-310-4MSJ. We love having you along, so jump in with us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Ray? I'm excellent. I just heard your uh, little story about the mercury that you found (laughs) in his bathroom, and I have got to tell you what happened to me two weeks ago when I found a mercury bottle. Okay. I thought, oh, this is really neat. It was like a two-by-two bottle, very vintage, and it weighed a half a pound. And I thought, oh, my God, what am I going to do with this? I said, well, you know, maybe somebody would like to have it. They use it maybe in electronics or something to that effect. Sure. Anyway, posted it on Facebook in the marketplace, (laughs) and less than 30 minutes, a knock on my door. I had five police cars, the fire department, Someone from environmental control. What? All standing in my front yard. What? First, I thought, oh, my God, something happened to my husband, and they're coming to tell me he passed away. Yeah. And I'm freaking out. And the first thing he said was, 
ma'am, did you post something on Facebook? I said, oh, my God, yes, Mercury. He said, well, I believe you have to have a license to sell it. I said, oh. Wow. I said, well, I'll take it off. You know, and they're all standing there. I brought the little bottle out, set it there, mm-hmm. you know, on my porch, and mm-hmm. they were like a bunch of little kids all picking it up going, oh, ow, yeah. wow, you know, <laughs> how neat. <laughs> so, we were at Murphy's dad's house. Yeah, and like I said, it was only a, a two-inch bottle, but it yeah. weighed a half a pound. Yeah, Man, that's what's crazy. But I think what it was was because it was such a large quantity of mercury that you're not allowed to do it. But the funny part is, is how they discovered my post was because somebody in the fire department was on the job (laughs) working and was looking at the marketplace. (laughs) Oh, did they get in trouble or do you know? (laughs) I have no idea, but luckily I didn't get in trouble. They gave me a a, uh, receipt showing that they took it and they're going to dispose of it. Work wise, don't uh, don't try and sell mercury. <laughs> no, we're not going to try to sell it. No worries. <laughs> okay, y'all have a great morning. Enjoy you too. your show so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Ray. We appreciate the call. 877-310-4MSJ. <laughs> Next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I'll tell you when Eddie Murphy plans to be back with some stand-up. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Man, if you're with me and you think that Eddie Murphy is the goat of comedy, this is going to make you a little sad, even though we've got a lot of Eddie right now yeah. with uh, Coming to America streaming right now. We are going back to America. Come on! I've heard mixed reviews and I haven't watched yeah. it yet. I've got people who only got 10 minutes in and i got people who love the whole thing. Yeah. The deal is, what is... What's the delay? What's the holdup on him not doing stand-up? Because a year ago, we were promised new stand-up from Eddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says it's COVID-19 and the pandemic yeah, because he sense. wants to do it live in front of an actual full audience uh, and realize his stand-up is some of the best ever. Raw remains the highest grossing stand-up special of all time. Is it really? $50.5 million it Whoa. made. Is that the one ice cream? I think so. There was Delirious and then there was Raw. Yeah, they were both good. Um, so his plan in 2019 for 2020 was to bring us, well, do the SNL hosting, which he did, yeah. to do uh, Dolomite. My name is Dolomite. On, yeah, he did that. And then Coming to America, then Stand Up. So right about now was when he was about to blow up new Stand Up, yeah. mm-hmm. like in front of live audiences, and then it would be a deal with Netflix. Glad about that. He did sign up, if you're a big fan, to do another Beverly Hills Cop movie. So Beverly Hills Cop 4 should be underway soon, and we'll have it. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I'll tell you why I've been walking in the walls for five days after this eye surgery. <laughs> so I'm going to take you back a few days. Last week I had the surgery on my left eye. That's right. And you know your left eye still looks a little bit different to me today. <laughs> well, that's it's not about how it looks from the outside and how he can see. My left eye is that lazy eye, so that may be what the Boy, problem. Oh, don't touch it, they right? Didn't... Is it healed completely? You're not supposed to touch it. It's been a week. He's he touching touch it. Eye. Don't no. touch your eye. Yeah, you I can touch, touch my eye. I mean, I'm not supposed to like rub it hard yet. I don't okay, think. all right. I didn't touch it, see? <laughs> okay, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm not eye weird like Jody, but I really don't think you should be touching your eye. <laughs> yes, doctor, I hear you. <laughs> okay. So, the, and like two days after the surgery, mm-hmm. it's where it should be. Yeah, as far as vision. Yeah, and, and this is supposed to be, it didn't mess with my far vision. I and can still see far. Yeah. You? It helped my close-up vision, so I won't need the readers. Nice. The problem is, this eye is still the old one. Well, well you, you're getting it, surgery later this day. week. Yeah, and I'm getting it this week. 
but it's like all weekend, Walking it was just walls. like, I didn't know what to do because if I'd look at something, I couldn't focus on my right eye. I can only see with well, my why, left eye. Why, so why don't you pop the left lens out of your glasses? Oh, you know, I could have done that. That sounds stupid enough to work. <laughs> That's going to look awesome, If you did that, awesome, then you would be seeing through. going to look awesome. I would not go in public like that. That would just be for You don't go in public much anyway. To, for, to read. But yeah, because yeah. when I put them on, it's like, oh, the right eye is back yeah. to normal and the left eye is yeah. wonky. Right. But, well, this, yeah. but the thing is, Pop it's it like, out. this is going to be awesome. I mean, because I've been doing this like all weekend. It's like, this is okay. great. I cannot wait for the other eye. Yeah. Yeah. And I, what I've noticed too, and I, I got to ask the doctor about this. My old eye, my old eye, <laughs> it's kind of yellowish. And the, the new eye, it's kind of like white or bright-ish. What? So I don't know. So if, the lens correction sort of cleans it up. Huh? I don't know if lenses get, you know, dirty over time or. I don't know. That's a good question faded. for your eye doctor. I have a question. Uh, yes. From the redhead in the first row. Were you told why uh, not to do both of them at the same time? Yes, for infection. Now, I had LASIK, zap them both at the same time, no biggie. But this, since it's actually cutting open my eye and (laughs) replacing the lens, and I do have the video if anybody wants to see it. No, that's okay. Um, You know, one eye at a time in case it gets infected. I'd still have one good eye. T-M-I. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. It's International Women's Week. I think it's the whole month. Okay, yes, it right? Is. You're right. So coming up next, how to stop minimizing like what you do if that ha- and, and how to take a compliment. Women, this is for you and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys know that yesterday was International Women's Day, yeah. but so it's still International Women's Week and, and I want to say it's Women's Month. Yeah, so it is. you're going to hear about it, okay? Yeah. Um I have a question for you. This is specifically directed. I'm going to specifically direct this to women because I've heard it and learned it over the years. But I do want to ask you guys. As women. (laughs) Especially Sam. (laughs) Right. Do you think you can take a compliment? Do you know how to take a compliment? No. Why? Why is that? I I, I don't know. You say women have more trouble taking compliments uh, than men. I don't know. Getting a compliment is not easy for me. So when somebody compliments you, what do you do? Do you minimize it? Do you do you push it off? Oh uh, no, that's not true because that's a mistake. No, I don't push it off. I either go mm, you know thanks or I joke. You're supposed to say thank you. Oh, I know, but you know me, everything's got to have a joke. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I'm uneasy, it'll it'll be like a, mm-hmm. a punchline to go okay. with it. Yeah, Murphy I, can take a compliment. <clears throat> well, yeah, because I think it's kind of like <laughs> he when, can take a compliment. To me, it's kind of like when somebody offers to pay for a meal. You know what I mean? If it's they're offering you the compliment because they want to give that to you, and so I don't want to reject the compliment i do it in the in the modest way you know i don't say well that's great tell me more (laughs) Uh, you know i just i i don't want to cut them off because they're expressing something so you need to receive yeah i mean women especially for some reason and it's important and somebody that i was talking to yesterday brought it up she's a leader and somebody i look up to and she said yeah one of the things that women need to do is not minimize your own accomplishments women are famous for doing that and it's almost like this um Thing where you're sort of raised to be humble and yeah there there is a happy medium because you don't want to be you know the whole like i'm the greatest yeah. because you, nobody nobody wants that either you don't want to be that way because you you are just human but the things that you accomplish you did accomplish mm-hmm. you did so you need to learn to accept a compliment and it may not be something you grew up around you may not have ever heard a woman really accept a compliment but but if you've achieved something and someone gives you a compliment or whatever it may be um, you should just say, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Or right. I worked hard for it. I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, you need to learn to accept it with grace. 
or the other way I deal with it. When somebody says, hey, girl, you know, what do you want? Yeah, that, I've heard you do that, Sam. <laughs> Coming up, I'll tell you about the weird invitation I got from the government. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I guess I just must not be very smart because every day I have the same thought. No, every would, day I forget what it that. is. Huh? Why would you say that about yourself? Well, You're I'm not supposed that. to say po- you're supposed to have positive self-talk. It's, oh, okay, Murphy. yes, I do. He's I, positive. He's not smart. No, no. <laughs> Everything that you think is what you tell yourself. You're right. Okay, I was saying that really kind of facetiously. Okay. So, and I was exaggerating too. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, it, the um, it, when as soon as I say this, both of you are going to know what I'm talking about. It smells like smoke in here to me. And for the last smoke. week or so, every time I thought it smells like a smoke or somebody struck a match, it's because Jody is eating these rice cakes. Oh, yeah. For some reason... I don't smell the smoke, but you've smelled it I every do. time she starts. It smells like somebody struck a match just now, and it's the rice cake again. It's probably first. some preservative in it, because it's a white cheddar-flavored rice cake. It tastes like popcorn. Does it spark when you bite into it? No. It's, I'm uh, sorry. No, I just it's it weird. smells good to me. You know, it's that bad. I mean, I'm just it's that whole. You know, I'm very sensitive to that. It's like, oh wait, smoke. Did somebody light? Did blow out a candle? I want a cigarette. You know, <laughs> no, that's that. Just I worry that you know that. There's what does it smell flame. like to you, Sam? When I, I don't smell it. Mm, okay, I'll smell cinnamon ones if you have those because cinnamon's mm. strong. But maybe I got to get close and sniff it. Maybe so. Stay away from my rice cakes. <laughs> hey, I got a, uh, an email from my doctor's office. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Sam, you've got you're having surgery again this week. Well, yeah. On the eye. That's but... an eye surgery. This is a different doctor. Oh, okay. I got all kind of problems. <laughs> no. Uh, we're pleased to notify you. You've been identified as an eligible patient for the COVID-19 vaccine. Really? really? What? What is really? Like, I don't no, know. That's awesome. I mean, I, so, I would I, think that Murphy would go before you. Yeah, I'm a type, type 1, one diabetic. diabetic. I mean, over here, you know what I mean? It's, it's healthy Sam. Oh, so now I'm going to get grief. No, huh? that's right. <laughs> So no. why'd they pick you first? No, we look, get it if you can get it oh. because we need herd immunity, H E R D. I yeah. heard that. <laughs> uh schedule now, click and pick a date and time and select the location you'd like to have the vaccine performed. I'm mm. assuming they mean the place, not like my arm or my butt. They mean the place, did, and it's your did, arm. Did you give them the correct date of birth? I mean, they really... <laughs> yeah, try to run a scam. It's just kind of weird to me, you know? It's, it's, yeah, well, you're going to go get it when you can get it, right? Well, yes. Yeah, I don't know Let's which one in. it is, if it's the one shot or the two shot. It doesn't matter. You're supposed to take whichever one is offered to you. I know. I'm not okay. complaining. I'm just saying I don't know what it is <laughs> yet. shouting it out. Okay, good. Yeah. Murphy's not jealous at all. No, apparently. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, though, our youngest, Phoebe, it, it, she has her first job, and she's been working on the weekends, and I think it's... Probably the toughest first-time job, but there's good that's coming out of it, mm-hmm. meaning the stuff she's learning. Tell you about it next. Be sure to subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. That way you never <laughs> miss a thing. What, did I say something wrong? No, it's when you go really fast. I worry about the word subscribe being just kind of eaten. Yeah. Really? No, yeah. just subscribe. Oh, okay, you can just subscribe Subscri- then. Okay. To our sign podcast. Up for. Sign it up. Uh, sign up for it. And or, of course, you'll get uh, after the show, too, when you do that. Too much caffeine. Hang I'm it sorry. up. <laughs> okay. Um, our youngest, Phoebe, has her first job. Uh, we told you about this, Mr. Sam. Playing She's, music and waiting tables? No, 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 no. She plays music as a side gig, but her actual job job at this brunch place is the hostess. Which is the same place she plays music. She plays, yes. Yeah, one of the places she plays music. Anyway, so she, and this is her first job. 
And the only thing that made me nervous about it is that they're new. It's a new place. Mm -hmm. Some friends of ours own it and run it. And so it's new and they're working out all the kinks. Okay. They didn't know if they were going to have nobody or if they were going to have lines out of the door. And guess what they've had? Lines out of the door. And so she's the hostess. She just turned 16. She's not dealt with the public before. And Nancy's dealing with the public when they're waiting on tables. People are showing up and having to wait. And the kitchen's backed up. It literally is probably one of the most difficult first time job experiences because it's not a place that's been, you know, operating for fifteen years or more right. where they have all their systems down. And she right. realizes that, you know. But she's also had some interest like every time she does it, <clears throat> she worked this weekend, she comes home with these stories. And so I'm like cleaning up the kitchen and she's telling me all about these people showing up and this lady kind of getting a little bit in her face about Why am I having to wait for a table when I see open tables? And Phoebe's like, well, those are reserved because we have reservations. So if you just showed up without a reservation, I do need you to wait. And then the lady kind of was like, so you're telling me. In other words, the lady kept kept trying to kind of get snarky with her about it. And Phoebe says she handled it well. And I told her, you know what? I said, if you can learn how to handle this, you can do almost anything. Yeah, that's not a job for me. It's not. And so she handled it well, and I just think, wow, what a life skill she's getting in her first job. Yeah, right. Shout out, Phoebe. Stay strong and kill him with kindness. Next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Let me tell you how much more of that Oprah, Harry, and Meghan interview there is, because apparently there was much more than just two hours. Mm. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So two days now after the big interview with Oprah and Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, let's tell you about the aftershocks. What's being said? What's coming from the palace? You mean the firm? Nada. <laughs> Silence from the palace on this interview. And you know what? I think it's going to stay that way. If I were the, you know, firm, <laughs> I would I, not honestly, address it. I would not. I saw that they talk about the firm. It's just kind of spooky. I didn't like scary. that. scary. It's like... And after all these years, it's so explosive. Like it's not a Dan just, Brown it's not just novel. one little thing. It's just hugely explosive. Uh, 17 million people watched it on CBS. That's a big deal for a Sunday night for a non-sporting event. Yeah. Oprah Winfrey, you know, it was a two-hour special. She says that there were th- she spent three hours and 20 minutes there. So there's huh. more. I would have actually thought she spent but, like four or five or six because... It takes a lot. It does. Um, but Oprah's very uh, careful with her point. time. She's very careful with the time. So nothing from the palace. I don't think you'll get it. The word is that Prince William is devastated. Yeah. Uh, Queen, not happy. You think Harry and Meghan care, though, at this point? I don't know, but I will say this. Something that was trending on Twitter and social media after or yesterday all day, uh, hashtag abolish the monarchy. Huh. I don't like that. This is one. This is two people said versus they said for hundreds of years. Yeah. I think you abolish based on an interview, do you? Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Coming to you next, Jessica, 877-310-4MSJ. More on those first-time jobs. Love to hear from you, 877-310-4MSJ. We've been talking about first-time jobs, how our Phoebe has a job as a hostess at a new restaurant, which has been quite the challenge. If she can do this, I think she can learn to handle anything. Has she learned any new words? She doesn't need new words. (laughs) 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 She lives with us. Great. So, well, Jessica's calling about that same thing. What was your first one, Jessica? 
My summer job was actually working at the local pizza place. I heard Sam say that, and I was like, oh, that's funny, because yeah. I grew up in a small town, and I guess not a whole lot of people were, you know, just, like, jumping to work at the pizza place. So <laughs> oh, wow. um, yeah. I ended up working there. Yeah. And uh, I left a couple times. I went to go work at the Wendy's because my friend worked there, and they offered me 10 cents more an hour. But then <laughs> right. I ended up coming back, and um, I ended up working at that Domino's all the way through college, and that's actually where I ended up meeting my husband. Oh, yes. wow. Man. Wait, he was a customer? No, uh, he uh. was another driver. I went from being an insider answering the phones when I first started when I was 16. Right. And then by the time I was 18, they were like, hey, you want to drive for us? You can make tips and, yeah. you know, you, you do a little bit better off. And I yeah. said, sure, why not? And my husband was actually one of the other drivers. I like it. And now, do you, can you not, this is the last question and it's weird, I know, but you work at a pizza place and you drive around and you got pizza in the car all the time. Is the smell of pizza not a good thing for you? I know, I still love pizza. Yeah. Yes. I think we eat pizza like every week now. Yeah. You would Nothing think can after kill like that. Six years of working there that you would get right. sick of it, but right. we don't. Nope. Excellent. Good to know. Good to know, Jessica. Yeah, thank you. And Sam would never get rid of, uh, get tired of pizza ever, uh, ever. You know, I saw something on Twitter just now with somebody saying, hey, if you had to give up for life, Pizza or hamburgers, which would it be? Mm. I love hamburgers, but, but it'd have to go for pizza. Oh, man. I, I don't See, I don't think I could make that decision. I don't you know, have to. You don't that's have how you to. play games, Murphy. That's the beauty He's, of America. You don't have to. <laughs> if you're playing a game and you have to give up Ruins one, every game, huh? He does. Anyway, not Pick really. one or the other. Not- well, I can't. <laughs> Good, then you're not playing. We love to hear about what your first job was, you know, because it builds character. You learn more than just what the job is. Oh, yeah, you learn yeah. about being in the world, how to handle things the hard way, but you do learn. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Three things to know today, including what the CDC has to say for those new guidelines if you have been fully vaccinated and what happened to the White House dogs <laughs> next. Three things you need to know today. Number one, the uh, first dogs, the White House dogs, have been apparently rehomed and conflicting reports coming from the White House about why. Mm. So one is that Dr. Jill Biden is away on official travel right now, so the dogs were sent back to their home in Delaware. Right. Um, The other story is that... So not rehomed as in... Somebody else's. But I don't think they're coming back because the other story is that a security personnel was the victim of Major's aggression. There's Champ and Major. Champ is a 14 year old dog. Major is younger and apparently jumps at people, barks at people, and there was a biting incident. So the headline is Biden biting. Not exactly. Not exactly. Number two, the CDC released new guidelines yesterday for those who are fully vaccinated. Like you can get together in small groups of people inside without wearing masks and without social distancing, but. And when you're in public, you still need to do all the other things you've learned. And you're still going to have to explain yourself. Yeah, it's, Why don't you have a mask on? Well, I got the shot. It. You need to check the yeah. guidelines. Also, they're saying that if you're... If you are vaccinated, you're fully vaccinated within two weeks of your second dose. And then uh, okay. two weeks after the Johnson & Johnson one dose. And number three, today, millions of American women read Fifty Shades of Grey. And me. There's a, that's right, Sam. There's another book coming this summer. Oh. Fifty Shades Freed, as told by Christian. Oh. The male's perspective from the mm. third book. And that is the final one. Look for it this summer. Three things to know today. Coming up, Sam, a little update um, from my, our house, me yeah. and Murph, uh, with the, the pet that only I remember to feed. <laughs> Great. 
Anytime you message us, we try to get back to you as soon as possible. Social media connect. Okay, so from Facebook and Instagram, let's jump into some comments here. I posted um, a video and a picture of Nugget last week, our six-year-old bearded dragon, Murphy. Um, Nugget is Taylor's dragon, and but Taylor moved out, our oldest child. So who takes care of the dragon? <laughs> that would be me. Well, Nugget's a short timer too, right? Well, that's kind, kind of, the of. News. that's kind of the news we got. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's well, asking what was the yeah. news. Well, and you know what the short timer part is? It's interesting to me that Jody says six years old. But I think we're that must be the justification we're telling the girls because Nugget's actually not much over three. That's not true. Yeah, twenty seventeen. <laughs> you know, remember that twenty seventeen. <laughs> that's what we got her. Yeah, they were three inches long straight. <laughs> Straight from Santa's sleigh three years ago. Time to call the vet back. For three and a half I years. I told the vet she was five or six years old. Yeah. Why does it feel no like wonder we, the vet gave we've up had on these her. dragons for five six or six years? That's elderly. Yeah. No, she's about three and a half years old. But that's okay. I mean, it's, I mean, I think that's right. I don't, I mean, you you know, losing track of time. Not, but you know, maybe it I It feels like we've had them longer. I, I probably shouldn't have even brought that up because it really makes you look bad. I'm sorry. No, I'm just Does it make me look bad? At least I remember to pee, feed the dragon. No, I know, you do. Hey! You, you've taken really good care. Is that kids. a euphemism? Right. You know, she has. Jody has been the one to make sure that both of those dragons are, you know, well fed. and Well, one well, of them only, died. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's look. See, you know, I know that most things in captivity don't do very well. She told so, me you know. that the the average, in her opinion, she's an exotic pet vet. The average for reptiles in captivity in American homes is about six years. And she said, oh, so so "Congratulations on six. She said, "Congratulations on having an, a healthy elderly dragon." Yeah. <laughs> Little does she know we're halfway there. <laughs> okay, and right. he won't make it the I whole way. Like she's very sick. So prayers for Sweet Nugget. I Thank know. you for that, Dawn. Um, John says, "Where did you get the chair?" So the picture I shared is Nugget on oh, her yeah. chair in her terrarium. Um, that was a baby doll chair that Phoebe. You know, when dolls have accessories, so instead of a rock. Nugget sits on a chair that was designed for a baby doll, which is precious. And Catherine says, oh, my God, can't believe how big Nugget has gotten. Remember when you got her? Three years ago. I don't, obviously. (laughs) Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, though, more of your first jobs and what it taught you. We are loving this. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming to you next, Allison. We're loving hearing about your first job ever and what big lessons it teaches. There's always so much to learn the first time you work. 877-310-4MSJ. Who was yours, Allison? A lifeguard, actually. Yes. Nice. On a beach and then at a YMCA. Yeah. And did you go through training and all that? I did. At first, it doesn't seem like it's worth the certification, but it definitely pays itself off. Oh, yeah. Did you ever have to save anybody or just step in? I did. I have 50 saves underneath my belt. Wow. Like adults or little kids or who did you save? It's adults and children. Um, one time a toddler, Man. but mainly adults and very few children. And this was your first job. <laughs> That's a big deal. Yeah. Hardest. What's the hardest part of it? Staying focused and awake, yeah. I believe. Yeah. The elements can get to you, like the sun, the wind, yeah, um, the smells. So the hardest part is like making sure you stay hydrated, focused, and awake. Mm-hmm. No kidding. So what do you do now? I am a security guard. 
Oh, wow. Lifeguard to security guard. <laughs> that is your yeah. calling to watch out for others, huh? Um, Kind of. <laughs> yeah. And that probably kind of bleeds over into your life. Like you're all you can you you can't help but being on guard, even if you're at coffee with friends. Right. Uh, exactly. I know that um, when I was in college, there would be a couple times I go out with friends and I see like kids running and I immediately went back into my lifeguard mode going, don't run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're no fun. You can't, well, you can't help it. It's part of your DNA and that's good. It gives you things to look, you know, you know what to look out for. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Allison, for the call. Ah, can you imagine the lifeguard thing, going back to the lifeguard thing, that's a job that has an eye, you have an idea and a, it has a mystique like, oh yeah, you get to hang out in the sun all day. Yeah, and run slowly down the beach. Right. There's a mystique about it. And then there's the actual job, which is it's legit. Life or death. It's yeah. life or death. And the training is real and it's serious work. You know, so much to be learned from a first time job, no matter what it is. Hit us with yours. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, Garth is allowed back in the room with Trisha Yearwood. Tell you what's going on with them. Coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Here's the update on Trisha Yearwood, who, if you missed it, had COVID-19. Like a bird upon the wind. She and Garth were These waters living in the same sky, spaces, but, you know, she was having to quarantine. Yeah. He didn't get it. So she made the announcement online. Of course he didn't. She had like three things to say. I got yeah. the official news. I'm COVID negative. So thank you for all your love, support and messages and tweets. Number two, my incredible husband, Garth, is literally Superman and never got COVID, but still took all precautions and helped take care of all of us. Yeah. I guess her. And the third thing she announced, Sam, you might like this. You know, she's quite good in the kitchen. Yeah. Not just the recording she's studio. she got a show. She has a new cookbook coming out, you know, and so it's ready. She debuted it to the world. Trisha's Kitchen, Easy Comfort. Comfort food for mm, friends. Yum. She says she was born for cooking in quarantine because she likes to cook with what you got in the kitchen already. Can't run out and get stuff. Nope. So what? Trisha Yearwood is fine. So Sam, Jody, and I are sitting around the dinner table having a meal with the girls, like we like to do, a little family night. And uh, you know, the subject of Reese's peanut butter eggs comes up because mm, they're out right now. It is. It's Easter time. I've already Almost. gone through a six pack. Yeah. Have you really? Yeah. Of the miniatures or the full size? Full size. Miniatures. <laughs> Put them in the fridge and they get nice cold and hard. You like them cold? Oh, they are so good that mm, way. I like them room temp. But yeah, but they were excited about this peanut butter only one that's coming out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has no chocolate. Mm-hmm. We knew think, about it already thanks to Mr. Sam. Yeah, thanks uh, to you doing food the food dude, dude yeah. thing. But, you know, I explained to them, I said, well, they, it's, I'm sure it'll taste good, but the concept is that chocolate and peanut butter just go together. Right. right. And uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal? But it made me think about when we were a kid, it's like, God, you know what? Girls, have you ever seen the commercial from the 1980s? Right. You know, where, where they. The chocolate and peanut butter. Chocolate and peanut butter yeah. just go together. And, and and they're like, no, we haven't, Dad. I'm like, okay. So I realized, I remembered how cheesy these were, so I played it for them. Mmm, chocolate. Mmm, peanut butter. They're just walking down the sidewalk. Bump into each other. Chocolate and my peanut butter. Peanut butter and my chocolate. What? What? They have Walkmans on. Yeah. Phoebe pointed out the funniest thing. They go great together, right? right. That's what they said. Phoebe pointed out the most obvious funny thing. Yeah. She said, 
Who's walking down the street with a jar of peanut butter? She was. This woman's drunk walking with a tub of peanut butter, and he's just got a candy bar. Did you, you tell know? Phoebe back in those days we didn't question those things? That's I right. did tell her. I never well, thought that's of that. real. That's how we do it. Yeah, that's right. And that's how it was created. Uh, it was this whole night of showing them old TV commercials, and they were dying laughing. Yeah. Like, feeling sorry for us that our commercials were so lame. Yes. Sometimes I'm you like, feel, everything was that way. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. Home Joy Mounds. We didn't know it was lame. It's what we had. Right. Yeah. Uh, where's the beef? You really want to show them old? Show them an old football game. Oh, I hate oh, yeah. that. Oh, it kills me. With the graphics that are like... The Whoa. horrible... And you don't get the beautiful side shots anymore. Yeah. And the, oh. yeah. Actually, next week we're going to graduate to the 90s and I've fallen and can't get up. Okay. <laughs> I want to touch on the eye surgery again. Ugh. Sam? I have the video Sam. from it. <clears throat> and I shared video with some of my kids this weekend. Yeah, I, even, even I don't want to see that. Video. Okay, I was yeah, wondering, I, and they couldn't. Uh, you know, Sammy went five seconds. Will went one second. Couldn't take any more. I don't of even it. know why you sent that to me. Now I sent it to Murphy and Jody just so everybody knows. But I put the disclaimer on there. You did, and I, that's why I didn't click on it. If close-up eye surgery makes you squeamish, delete this. Otherwise, dive in. So you deleted it with a, you know, you knew better. Yeah, actually just didn't click through. Yeah, well, apparently the thumbnail that it brings up is a picture of the eyeball. It does. So because even, I heard from Jody, it's like, oh my God. Oh, like how, yeah. Why would you send that to me? I didn't, because when I do it, it's just a little Dropbox. Well, thing. guess what? Yeah, Your I phone's didn't. not as advanced as mine because apparently I got not. the warning, but with the warning is the picture of an eye being cut open, <laughs> something I can't unsee, and you know how weird I am. So you're owed. You better okay. watch out. So I won't send buddy. you the picture from the other eye this week. You see, no, I, you know, what, I just uh, me, just a link and a picture of some Oreo. Again, I got the new fancy phone. <laughs>